welcome to And That's On What The Podcast with your host, Alicia Waje, a.k.a. Queen of Dark Skin Baddies. And today I have a guest with me. She's going to go ahead and introduce herself. Hi, everyone. It's Amir Ali here, a.k.a. Nurse Brad. <laughs> yes. If y'all haven't seen this girl, I watch her videos on a daily, first of all. <laughs> um, girl, what drew me to your page is not, not only you being a nurse, but, girl, you be living your life, living your best mm-hmm. life. And I... I first heard about your um channel because i saw the story about that girl on your trip on the trip (laughs) so the story on the trip that's the one that really started like tell me more about that how did that like you gotta go through details but a story but how did that go all right let's get into it so basically this was a girl who was like a friend of a friend but actually i when i went to my friend's birthday dinner she was there and she recognized me from camp yeah Mind you, I went to camp in, like, middle school. So she recognized me. She was like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And then ever since then, like, we made, like, a group chat. And we were, like, a trio. Yeah. So we would go out. We would hang out. And her birthday was coming up. And she said that she wanted to go to Atlanta. Then she changed her mind because she had got COVID or whatever. Then last minute, she decided to go. But me and my best friend had already made it a thing. Yeah. Like, whether she was coming or not, me and my best friend, we booked our trip. Yeah. We're like, we're still going. We're still going to have fun. She ended up tagging along last minute. Right. She ends up coming, and I feel like we already knew it was going to be a problem because of, like, how she took care of herself. Like, even in the airport, right. she was a mess. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not a mess. Uh, like, literally a mess. Like, the color skin. Like, she just looked crazy. Like, I know when mm. you want to... You know when you go on a right. plane, you want to look, like, comfortable. Right. But it didn't you still want to look good, you know? Completely messy. <laughs> yeah. So we already knew it was going to be something, but long story short, she just started moving very weird. She didn't want to eat. She didn't want to drink. The waiter was giving her free shots going into her birthday. She didn't want it. She didn't take it. Yeah, nah. And <laughs> I guess she got mad that we were like all on different pages. Like she wanted yeah. to go out at times that we didn't. So one night she just decided to get up and leave. Um, literally left the door open. Anything could have happened to me. Right. That's that dangerous as fuck. Yeah, that's so dangerous. And it was just like an eye opener. Like I don't, I would never go on trips with someone that I don't know. Right. Like you just never. It depends. It's like you kind of knew her, you knew of her, so it's like they probably got to be complete strangers. So if anything go down, I ain't never got to see you again. Like it's not exactly. gonna be a thing. But that's wild. But yeah, y'all, that's just a snippet. Y'all gotta go to her TikTok and like listen <laughs> to the story because I was hanging on. I'm like, where is part three? Where is part four? Yeah. Because who is this girl? So they were I all was, in the comments like, you're such a good storyteller. Like yeah. everybody was invested. Oh no, I was invested. You were able to paint a picture. I'm looking like I'm just imagining like, okay, the girl, uh, <laughs> you know, fan ponytail, <laughs> you know, looking mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> so definitely um, wanted to to let people know where I found you from because y'all that mm-hmm. story was wild. And um speaking of that, so lifestyle, like in even in your your talk to story, you're not a person that, you know, you live it. You know, it's not just the Instagram, take a picture or whatever. The lifestyle, right. you know, you've built your lifestyle up based on your career and like everything yeah. you have going for yourself. So um you're a travel nurse. So tell me more yes. about that. So um from high school I already knew what I wanted to be mm-hmm. because my mother was always the type, like, she's Haitian. Mm-hmm. And I know most Caribbean parents, they're all like, you're going to go to school, you're going to become a nurse or a doctor. Like, yeah. That's just their vision for us. <laughs> and basically, she was not going to pay for me to go to college mm-hmm. unless I was a nursing major. So I already knew what I was going to do. So straight <laughs> out of high school, 
Um, I went straight to college. I didn't take any breaks because I knew if I would have took a break. I, sorry. <laughs> took a break. <laughs> if I knew if I would have taken a break, then mm-hmm. I was not going to go. So mm-hmm. um, I ended up going straight to college. I went to Dell State. Mm-hmm. That experience is a story for another time. <laughs> like, that was the most horrible experience of my life. Oh, no. Yeah, but I went there. I did four years. I got my bachelor's of nursing. Um, and then I ended up getting a staff position. Mm-hmm. And I got experience in emergency room nursing. I was a new grad. And then after, like, 11 months, I would say, that's when I started, like, looking into, like, travel nurse positions. And I just started traveling. Mm, wow. Mm-hmm. So how did you hear about travel nurses? Is that something that they told you about prior or like did it, you know, because I've, I've heard about it more now. Like is mm-hmm. it just trending or like how long have you known about it? Um, I've always known about it even mm-hmm. since I was in school because it's always been like a thing. Like mm-hmm. travel nurses okay. have always made more than like staff nurses. Mm-hmm. So me and my friend in college or whatever, we always used to say like, I want to be a travel nurse. I want to be a travel mm-hmm. nurse. Okay. And when people hear travel, they think that you're going super far, but you can actually stay local mm. um, and still like enjoy the good money and all of that stuff in the yeah. comfort of your own home. So that's what I love about it. Okay. So like when you, are you in charge of like your travel uh, assignments or like how does that, how does scheduling go? Okay. So basically you, you just go where the money goes, honestly, mm. like wherever they're paying the most money, you could sign up with that agency. Mm-hmm. Or you can keep, like, find a contract to the agency that you join. Um, typically, I don't really look for, like, good agencies. I just look for good contracts. Mm. So they have, like, a whole bunch of Facebook groups. They have, a um, like, a lot of resources out there, especially now on TikTok. Like, I feel like there's a lot of recruiters right. on TikTok as well. Like, TikTok is really resourceful. Mm-hmm. So looking for contracts and stuff like that is not hard. You just basically are in charge of where you go to answer your question. You choose wherever you want to go. You choose how much you want to make. You choose how much time you want off. Like mm-hmm. you're in full control. That's dope. Um, I have a friend who just started travel nursing and she enjoys it a lot too. Um, but I know the schedule can be like, do for the most part, do you like make your own schedule or like when you're in a contract, is it like back to back? Like how does that work too? So when it comes to scheduling, I'm not going to lie. I never had an issue. Like, anywhere that I went, they allowed me to make my own schedule. Yeah. Um, I kind of, like, I work with them as well. Like, if they need me for a certain day, then I would definitely try my best to come in. But for the most part, I'm in, like, full control of my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't ever work back-to-back because I'd be way too tired. <laughs> like, I can do, like, I could do probably two shifts back-to-back, uh-huh. and then I need, like, a spread of, like, three to four days off, and then I will finish it oh, okay. at the end of the week. That's lit. Yeah. Have you worked, have you always done travel nursing or have you also worked in a, like a hospital, like just, I guess, regular? <laughs> oh yeah. I worked at, um, well, you're not from New York, right? No. <laughs> I'm from, yeah. Um, so it's Florida. a hospital. Like I did a level one, like trauma center. That's where I got all my experience. That's where I was like a staff nurse. Okay. Um, that's where I learned everything. And once I felt like equipped and I felt like, okay, I know what I'm doing. That's when I was like, you know what? I can handle this. And I just started oh, nice. like, doing okay. other assignments. No, that's that's cool. That's real cool because mm-hmm. I just I see a lot of people. Um, I see a lot of people like I think you made a, a video about it too. Talked about how nurses or people who in the medical field just do it for the money, or you know, is it passion driven or like you know, of course, like you said, you do deserve to be compensated for your time. But um, what do you think act, like drives you? Whether it be money, it, it can be money, but what drives you to, you know, be a travel nurse? Um, honestly, it's the same thing. And I know it sounds super cliche, mm-hmm. but it really comes from a genuine 
like I have a genuine love of like helping people. I truly like to help people. And I know it's so cliche because mm-hmm. every nurse says this, but unless you genuinely like helping people, right. like not even the money would be enough because you have mm-hmm. to deal with people. Like there's right. no way out of it. Like you have to right, deal right. with people and it shows like the ones who are just there for the money mm-hmm. versus the ones who actually want to do it. But mm-hmm. I mean, of course, definitely the money. Cause, Cause I, was I, like, baby, you, I don't <laughs> see some things. Don't we come up here telling me that, Oh, I like to help the people, but baby, <laughs> I know the no, money. No, I'm so saying that's it's, like that's a really huge part. But I'm not gonna lie. Of course, the money like right. that is huge. I'm 23. I have no kids, so at this point in my life, I just want. I just want the best of everything. Right. I don't want to want for anything. Right. You know, I'll have my own place, nice yeah. car. Like I'm able to do whatever I want. You yeah. know, I don't have to wait on nobody. It's not like I'm at home no right. shade to the to the house right 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 but it's like you know you kind of do your own thing so exactly that definitely helps exactly. you drive that because i'm like man seeing some of these stories at, i tried to be in the medical field once upon a time it wasn't for me mm-hmm. i just couldn't do it i was just like you know i love helping people but I, i'd rather talk to them <laughs> mm-hmm. like let's just talk um, because some. So what do you do? Um, well, I'm a hairstylist and a makeup artist. I did Ooh. that for like years. Like I did that since elementary school, and then mm-hmm. um, I went to school for communications. So um, mm-hmm. I do marketing right now, and I'm a podcaster. Just started this podcast, so we've been in you yeah. know season two. So um, we just started this, so it's been it's been lit. Um, being able to talk to different people from different backgrounds and like different professions, and we just all join joining a big happy family, talking, mm-hmm. nodding, like just. Just chilling, honestly. So it's been real cool. But yes, I never, love it. Like, I'm so happy to be here. It's my first girl, podcast. I was like, this is lit. And what's crazy is that um, when I talk to other people, I'm like, okay. Because um, I do a lot of brand building, too. Um, part of just with my friends and stuff like that who have businesses, want to do things. And um, um, I'm just, I just help them with um, whatever they want to do or just their mm-hmm. goals or just coaching and stuff like that. So I tell people, like, not everyone is as far out of reach as you think. Because even watching your videos, I hopped on your live. I was like, yo, hey, be on my podcast. Like, you need to be on yeah. my, like, listening to you talk. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then, boom, it happened right there. And I'm just like, not every too many people aren't out of reach. You just have exactly. to open your mouth and, like, be forward about the things that you want. So I try to tell mm-hmm. people that. And that's why I was so glad we got to talk. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's she's lit. Like, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, um, we are. So speaking of that, like, um, what do you think about manifesting? Like, you know, that's a huge trend nowadays. But like, what do you like? Because um, who said it? Um, forget the quote. But somebody was saying that, oh, you know, manifestation works, blah, blah, blah. Use this sound on TikTok. You see it trending all the time. Like, are you a part of that wave or is it something like how do you shake that? So my idea of manifesting, wait, hold on. I'm so sorry. We're going to have to cut this part out, but I can hear myself. It's okay. It's just the echo. <laughs> oh, that's fine? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I can hear right, myself too. No, it's because we're recording like two streams so I can he- get oh, your, yeah, so we're screen recording this, but I'm taking your sound separate. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> but it's okay, sorry, girl. Sorry. I can cut it. <laughs> okay, back to it. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a part of that wave on TikTok, the one that where it's like, <laughs> I can't even believe, like, 
when they say like use a sound, I've never understood like how is a sound gonna give me good love? I've never understood that. Mm-hmm. I feel like the people that be using that sound and being like, oh, I found a billion dollars on the floor. Like they're just using that to troll. Like, yeah, I be like, I'm like, you know, let me let me hit the button on the sound real quick. See what I see what I find. And, and you know, and nothing happens. <laughs> like I rather nothing be, happens. No, my nothing happens, bro. Manifesting is like literally praying mm-hmm. and then like putting in the work and then speaking it into existence. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I manifest. I don't do the TikTok, like, share this sound if you want good luck. Yeah, they do that a lot. Like, or that text thread where you get the text thread and be like, oh, it's good luck, or send it back. I'm like, listen, get off my phone. (laughs) I do not participate in that. Do you? No, like, I. I play around with the sounds just because it's TikTok. I just do random stuff. But um, right. same thing what you said, honestly, me, my friends, family, whoever around me, we we talk to each other about the things that we want, put it into in existence too. Um, so definitely same thing, praying, knowing what God has for me, you know, that's really that's all. And just working for it because you can't sit around and be lazy and be like, I want this to happen. And you sitting on watching, playing 2K every day. Exactly. <laughs> so, you have to put in the work. Right. Definitely have to put in the work. So, um, being in your profession and like being able to get the things that you want, has that changed any of the people around you that you used to be around or like, um, you know, now? I'm not going to lie. That's a good question. So I don't want to say it's changed like who's around me. Cause I don't want to ever make it seem like materialistic things determined who's around me, mm-hmm. but I would definitely say it exposes people. Like I feel like when you get to a certain level, I feel like a lot of people look to you when they're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And they want you to be like their provider as well. So they start to feel entitled mm-hmm. to your money. Mm-hmm. They start to move funny. They start to have all these high expectations of you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as I've gotten older and moved up in my career, I just realized like not everybody can go with me. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm a one and done type of girl. Like right. you only got one time to do something. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, That's nah, it. same, same. And it's hard not to because it's like, no, why? If I, if if the pot is hot, why am I gonna touch it again? You know, it's like exactly. <laughs> it not has like a lot of those friends where I'm like, okay, let me give them a second chance. Let me give them a second chance. And every time I gave them a second chance, I feel like it never works nah. out because it's never gonna be the same. Nah, it's never gonna be the same. So it's like I've learned not to even waste my time. Mm-hmm. I just once I see that you do something weird, I'm out. But it hasn't really changed. Like my circle, because I still have friends who I've been friends with for like over ten years, over yeah. twelve years. But yeah, definitely, I feel like it has showed more of like people's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, go ahead and speak for me again. You can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. I caught all of that. I just wanted to make sure I took a pause moment. So okay, <laughs> when you're moving your camera. But yes, no, I definitely agree. Um, because. Sometimes people don't like they always say, you know, it's always lonely at the top and all these things. But it's also some people aren't on the same wave that you are and they're not trying to catch it. You know what I mean? Like because some people, okay, they think that you're going to be up here. So you'll just pull me up when you get up there. And it's like, no, why can't everybody work? (laughs) And we all go up. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) and then it's like, and it's not like I'm I'm the type of person I teach a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even like a gatekeeper, especially when it comes to my friends. Like, I want to see all of them win. I'm the type of person, if I master something and I know you want to do it, like, for example, creating content, I have Mm -hmm. a lot of friends who are like, I want to learn how to create content. Like, how do you do this? And Mm -hmm. I'm constantly showing them how you want to take your videos, how you want to do this. 
but I'm not going to do it for you. Right, like, right. you have to want it too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people, like you said, they want you to pull them up and it's like, you're not even helping me. Right. Like, you're weighing like me you down. You might as well start halfway or they'd be like, oh, let me use your platform. And it's like, you don't have a platform though yet. I need some, you know what I mean? It's, I think a lot of people get away from like, um, like, especially nowadays, you know, we're getting older. When you choose your friends, you have mm-hmm. to choose wisely. And it's like, yeah. it's, it, sometimes it could be harsh to say, but if you ain't got nothing to offer me and I got a lot to offer you, I don't think it's going to work out. <laughs> like, exactly. you know, it's not going to work out that way. So I try to yep. make my connections wisely, especially now. Cause like, you know, we're getting older. Like, you know, girl, we going to be 30. I'm 25. Like I'm about to be 26. And I'm like, yeah, 30 is around the corner. Right. <laughs> when I get the- And you know, what's so crazy that you say that. Cause mm-hmm. my best friend has a twin and we all used to be like really, really, really close. Like all three of us used to be best friends. Yeah. And like one of them just really didn't have much going for herself. So I feel like it was, it was kind of like a take, 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 take relationship. Mm-hmm. Like you're just receiving all of this from me, but you have nothing to offer me. Mm-hmm. Like, not you're not ever at my birthday dinners. You don't ever get me anything. You don't mm-hmm. ever really show support. Right. And it's like, but I'm over here going. I'm always doing that for right. you. And like, you, you said, try not to be that person. Yeah, you try not to be that person to be like, you know, oh, you did this. You know what I mean? Not trying to do tit for tat but when i look big picture what you know you ain't you haven't been supporting me the way that i i've been supporting you and it's like exactly. sometimes that song just get old you know so definitely understand especially when you're growing in your business and like content creating especially like you know tiktok all that stuff a lot of that yeah. can change the people around you and it's like okay <laughs> i'm not doing this by myself um, exactly. i'm gonna have to put in the work too so i definitely understand Yes. So, um, onto TikTok influencing, how did that come about? Like, um, do you consider yourself an influencer or like? I'm not gonna lie, to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should. I'm like, girl, you influencer. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> like, I don't consider myself like a Jada Wade or anybody mm-hmm. like that. I would call myself like a micro influencer, or even a mm-hmm. nurse influencer, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people come on my page and they're like, "I want to be a nurse. I want to be a nurse." Mm-hmm. So, I'm a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. But um, TikTok actually started in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it was 2021. I saw a lot of like nurses like going viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I was a nurse at the time. I was still a staff nurse. But I remember some girl um, that's in my close friends on um, Instagram was like, you should really take it seriously. Like you should mm-hmm. really start posting content consistently. Like they love to see healthcare workers. They love nurses on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So then I started making new videos. I was making videos at work. Um, you know, they're not really going viral because, you know, you just started. You don't really right. know much of what's going on. And it was so crazy. It was winter and um, my dog had on a Montclair coat and mm-hmm. I posted that to like a viral sound at the time. And that was the first time I went viral. Like, uh. Yeah, it went viral. It wasn't even for nursing <laughs> stuff, but it uh-huh. went viral. And I feel like once that went viral, like mm-hmm. I was more so in the algorithm. So yes. a lot of my old nursing videos was like popping up. A lot of people was liking it. I was starting to get good engagement. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just started posting, like, vlogs, like, many vlogs on my Yeah, because people love to see the lifestyle, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's once they wanted to see, like, how my life, like, how I was actually living my life, once mm-hmm. they started to see, like, a little bit of my personality and who I was, mm-hmm. I feel like that's when I started to get more engagement. I started to get more followers. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it's like my page kind of blew up overnight because literally just the other day, I feel like I had like 9,000 followers. Now mm-hmm. I have like 30,000. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. See? And I tell yeah. people like, um, because 
TikTok is different from Instagram. Um, the algorithm is way different, and the way they push your videos is super different. I feel like everybody's on the forefront to to yep. do whatever they want to do, so that's so cool. And it's like the new Google now too. It's weird. Like when I want to learn something or look up a recipe or something, I'm I'm literally go to TikTok and like exactly. Up. So it's it's easier on there. So I tell people like you know if you're gonna be an influencer of any sort, start on TikTok. If your Instagram yep. not popping like that, start on TikTok. Like you know, get it together. I feel like- it's also the people that's on TikTok too, because the people that are on TikTok are way more authentic. Mm-hmm. You be seeing videos of people in their bonnet, no makeup yeah, on, I've chilling. Seen, I've seen. I think I seen a girl who had a um. Uh, I think it's a called a colostomy bag. She had one of those, and she was showing it all. Like she was showing everything, and like they didn't take it down or nothing because I guess she says warning or whatever. But it's like yeah. people be into your business like that. Like they want to know everything. Exactly, um, and it's a it's another girl. I think she's de- she was dealing with AIDS. Um, I don't know if oh. you've seen her before, but she was like super super small, like I mean ninety pounds type small, and she she filmed like she was filming her whole process getting better and all that stuff. But people were in the comments like crazy, like just watching her whole story, and I'm just like, wow, they want to be like intimate, like they want to see everything. I be watching exactly. videos on mothers, and I don't even have kids. <laughs> like I just be watching everything, like just to know, because people are just. We nosy, like, we yeah. just want to know. So, and that's why I like TikTok, because I feel like it's like building a family. Like, yeah. everyone, especially when I go live and, like, I'm talking to people, mm-hmm. like, I just feel like the type of people that are on TikTok are so much more open and, like, accepting versus Instagram, where everybody's trying to make it look like they're perfect, they live this perfect life. Exactly, like, and it's, it's never that, honestly. <laughs> it's yeah. always a journey. So when you think about, like, where you always dreamed you would be i'm pretty sure like everybody has goals that they have in mind where how would you put yourself on the if you were to give yourself milestones um how many milestones do you have left to get to your goal or one of your goals um like if i was to look at everything that i've done up until now i would say like I'm like 50% where I want to be. Okay. Like 50% simply because, excuse me, I didn't um, launch my business yet, which mm-hmm. well, I guess we'll talk about soon. Yes, yes. Um, I didn't launch that yet. And there's like a couple other things that I want to do because I really do not want to work. Mm-hmm. Like I am just the type of person. I'm tired of working. Yeah. I love my job. <laughs> I love what I do. But I don't want to work anymore. Like I'm just trying to build. Like some people look and they be, like oh my god you're only after the money but they don't understand the money is what gives you the freedom to do what you want to do like i just really want to be free i want to be able to wake up and choose how i'm going to spend my 24 hours i don't want i have to go to a job for 12 hours by the time i get home i can't do that your day is gone it's like what's worth having the money if you can't go spend it you know exactly and there's some people like and i only work one job and that's three days a week there's some people who do six days a week mm-hmm. or they work every week because they're doing two jobs like i'm not like that i like mm-hmm. to have my time so right right now i would definitely say i'm at like a 50 percent. there's mm-hmm. still a couple more things that i want to do mm-hmm. um there's a couple more things i want to succeed at and hopefully i can take this content creating thing to a whole new level mm-hmm. and then i'll really be where i want to be okay well with content creating and like doing your page like where do you see yourself going in that direction like um because i see um I think on I saw on your page you have um uh, wigs that you were gonna sell that like you sell mm-hmm. or something like that. So I like tell me more about your your business. You know what I'm dropping. I'm okay. dropping everything. <laughs> so on my birthday, September 13th, I'm going to be launching First of all, my wig business. There. So, okay, September and I'm gonna also baby. be launching my YouTube <laughs> video, my YouTube channel. I have a channel up. 
My first video will be dropping on my birthday, September 13th. But basically, mm-hmm. as far as the wigs go, I used to do them back in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I started wearing wigs in about sophomore year. And basically, like, everybody always asks me, like, who does your hair? Who does your hair? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, you know, on campus, everyone's looking for the mm-hmm. cheapest person to do their hair. Oh, so yes. my prices used to be completely cheap because I started practicing long enough. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can start doing people's hair. So I was doing people's hair for like $50. Mm-hmm. Um, they were getting the hair from me. I was getting it from like a vendor that I had found and I was installing the hair and I was practicing. And then once I got into the nursing program, mm-hmm. that was it. it like was I didn't have no time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have no time to do nothing. I couldn't do even my hair half of the time. Like I was so stressed. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was put on the back burner. So now that I'm like, I'm out of school, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? It's time to bring it back. But bigger and better we're gonna do it right we're gonna have a website because i didn't have a website before mm. everything was like cash app Zelle, you know yeah. we're, on, we're on the campus right you're just trying really to you trying to think just get you know things quickly exactly like it was literally a way to get fast money and it was a really really good side hustle i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. um but now i'm like you know it's time to do it the right way it's time to like get professional pictures it's time to like get a website yeah everything you know professionally and all that yeah, like now it's time to just look like professional. Like this is not something I'm doing as a side hustle anymore. This is something I'm really, really invested in. Because mm-hmm. people are always asking me uh, every single day, who does your hair? Mm-hmm. Where you get your hair from? I just want to be able to say, I get it from me, go on my website. Because mm-hmm. you are like a walking brand for your, Yeah, you know, I tell people that all the time. That was legit like my first episode, just building your brand. And your brand is literally you. <laughs> so everything yep. matters. Every little thing matters. Yep. Definitely telling people that. When did you start your business officially? Um, well, it's officially dropping on my birthday this year, September 13th. Okay, gotcha. so this is going to be the like official official launch. Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, first of all, September, baby. I'm on the 27th. I'm like, I love a September. Oh, you're a Libra. You just missed it. <laughs> well, you just missed you it. Just missed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a Virgo, right? <laughs> you're a Virgo? I do like Libras. Libras are live. I think male Libras are liars. I, I can take it there. That's I, think, I, w- I would say that because, uh, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, that's men. They're all liars. But no, my boyfriend's a, he's a Virgo too. He's on, his own second. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's coming? It's next week. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, first of all, you had to have the same birthday month as me. Like this, you know. Yeah, like that's a lot. Myself, but I had to share. <laughs> Oh my god, no! That's actually a lot. Like for y'all birthdays to be like three weeks apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yikes! That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but you know it is what it is. I'm just like, uh, I just wanted my own month. I used to celebrate the month just me, and now it's like him <laughs> too. That's what happens when you get into a relationship, though. Like it's so crazy how everything becomes like mm-hmm. two instead of one. You know, yeah, become definitely. like one. <laughs> Um, so speaking of relationships, um, do you have someone special in your life? I do. <laughs> no, I do. I have a boyfriend. Okay. How long has that been going? Um, at this point, it's been like two and a half years, almost three. Nice. Okay. Yeah. We met like 2020. Mm-hmm. It was like COVID at the mm-hmm. time. Like COVID had just hit. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who was like doing like, well, her or you and your boyfriend have the same birthday month. This mm-hmm. girl that I was friends with her, her man had the same birthday, like Ooh, no. literally the nah. same, <laughs> the same day. So they were doing something on their birthday. They were supposed to go on vacation, but because it was COVID, mm-hmm. 
Um, they ended up doing like, you know, a little gathering. So her boyfriend brought some people, she brought some people and like, basically he was the god brother of her boyfriend. And I was like her friend and then that's how we met. Oh, okay. Okay. That's like mutual. Okay, cool. So me and my man met on Facebook. <laughs> oh, really? Uh-huh. We actually uh, met on Facebook dating. I did it like, I'm like, okay, let me go in here or whatever. I was bored. And mm-hmm. I popped, I popped in there in and out, and then we met one day. He's like, "Oh, let me take you to breakfast," and then that was it. And that was a year, ago, <laughs> year and a half ago. <laughs> and he's Haitian oh too, so God. we got an accent. I'm just he's like, what? He's Haitian too. Oh, how <laughs> is know? that? It's it's nice. Like it's nice because I like um I like that he doesn't he didn't grow up here, so there's a lot of firsts, and I'm like okay, and I like to repeat stuff, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. I get to watch all my favorite movies again, like oh everything, because he hasn't seen nothing. He don't know much, so it's like, oh, okay, like I'm getting to to teach people different things. He teach me things, yeah, like that. So it's nice. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in your relationship, does things change? Like, has anything changed when um, you know being a travel nurse? Like, how's that dynamic go? Um, it hasn't really changed anything. If anything, I feel like it made it better mm. because I feel like when I was a staff nurse, because I was with him before I even passed my NCLEX, before mm-hmm. I even had a nursing job. Like when I met him, I wasn't even working. Mm, okay. Um, I had just, actually I was still in school. I was graduated that year. Mm-hmm. So like he's actually been there for when I passed my NCLEX and officially became a nurse. Mm-hmm. He was there for like my first job. And then he was still there when I got like, travel position so i don't feel like it even really changed it It made it better because when i was a staff girl i used to cry (laughs) about money all the time like first of all i was getting paid every two weeks Mm -hmm. and they were taxing my checks so heavy because you know america hates people that are single with no kids i had no dependents (laughs) (sighs) it's like my entire check went to taxes so that was my life like every two weeks Mm -hmm. i was always like oh my God, what I'm going to do? Like, I need to do something else. Like, I need to open a business. So mm-hmm. once I became like a traveler, I was getting paid weekly. I was getting paid more. I felt yeah. like it actually helped our relationship because I wasn't like stressing about finances anymore. Yeah. It was like, I was able to like be like, oh, okay. Like I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Like I have more than enough money to pay my bills and mm-hmm. still stay. You know, I was able to save a lot so that we can move out. Yeah. So it, it actually helped. I love that. I love that. Because, you know, sometimes, um, you know, my friend who's a travels nurse, um, she just got married to her girlfriend and um, got married to her girlfriend. They're married. (laughs) And um, they travel back and forth to Atlanta where her assignment is now. But they both go back and forth. Oh, wow. um, Is the assignment now, I guess. So, but... I think that when she does end up traveling more, she's going to just, you know, go with her because she doesn't work. She just, um, they have dogs. So um, I think it's pretty cool to be able to still like have a strong relationship and um, do your job because that could be a lot. Some people don't make it. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely is a lot. Like I always wish like when I do take an assignment, I would wish that I could bring him with me. But like, I can't because he has his own job. He has his Mm -hmm. own things that he's doing like and making his own money. And that's nice too. You don't want to always be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that that could be a lot. I don't know sometimes I'm like, just I am so like my space. Like, <laughs> I need my space. I need to recoup. I need to, like, recharge my social batteries. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm that type of person. I need to be by myself. But I mm-hmm. do wish, like, at some point, if I did want to go, he'll be able to just drop everything and go. But, you know, he can't. Mm-hmm. Gotta make the money so I can take it all. Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> Exactly. That's the one right there. It's like, why go shopping if you're not there? Exactly. <laughs> Definitely understand. 
But of course, <laughs> this is all within like living your best life, you know, just mm -hmm. taking whatever moments you can out of life and just making something of it because it's it's hard to come by. You know, a lot of people are yeah. just in the same loop for the rest of their lives. I talk about like our other generations, like our moms, stuff like that. They're... <sighs> They don't understand, I feel like, sometimes the new the new life. I'm like, yes, I, you know, needed to pay this bill, but I went to Mexico. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? But <laughs> they don't understand the different type of way that I think our generation is on. So mm -hmm. sometimes it can be hard, like, mending that. Because I'm like, when I think of living my best life, it's like, I'm not just bills or just getting to the next, you know, from A to B. I'm like... I want to adventure. I want to live my life. Like, you yes. know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes it could be a generational issue with that because up to the newest generation, they're just reckless. <laughs> so. Right. No, it's so true. <laughs> like literally watching my brother, and my sister, it's like, I don't even know if we have the same parents. No. Mm -mm. Like <laughs> you, then we don't have the same parents. And then on top of that, I feel like our parents, like they were growing up and they were raised on like survival. They were doing yes, whatever they could yes. to get by. Mm -hmm. They were living paycheck to paycheck as long as they had enough to pay the rent and their mm -hmm. bills, like that's all they cared about, you mm -hmm. know? And I feel like our generation, like you said, we're more so like, no, I wanna enjoy my money. Mm -hmm. Okay, I could work, but I still wanna have that balance where like I can go buy myself something, I can spread on myself, I can right. take a trip. And not feel I, bad about know? it, you know, and just, we don't have, again, we don't have children. We don't have anybody under our belt right now. This is the time to do all of that before exactly. you have kids and all that stuff, though. I feel like exactly. this is just our prime time. Like, I don't know why people be saying, like, you know, your 20s, you know what I mean? Like, they say stuff about your 20s. I'm like, this is the time I need to be exploring. Like, this is. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, the time where you're basically like, you're setting the foundation right now so that when you're in your 30s and your 40s, you're not working hard. Right. You know, like it's like you work so hard in your 20s, you mm -hmm. live your life, you travel. Now it's time for me to like mm -hmm. step back, you know, because when I'm in my 30s, I definitely. Mm -hmm. It's like not when the, I guess, older generations, they like work through their 20s to where oop, I had kids and now you have to stay working and that switch goes on and it's like. You never, you you didn't keep going. Exactly. <laughs> so a lot of that, not saying kids stop y'all now. We ain't saying that, but it, it it's a change. The whole dynamic change. You're definitely not traveling or you're definitely exactly. not, you know, going crazy. So And people try to act like it's a bad thing when people say like kids do change your life completely. Right. We didn't say your it's life is over, but your life is over. Right. No, literally. It's not over, but it's over. But it's over. over. Like, like, it's just, you can never make decisions way. without thinking about this person again. Like, this is your child. Right. Like, you can't pick up and go and just do whatever you want. Right, like, right. Because a lot of my friends, they have kids now and things are different. I'm like, I can't just be like, oh, you know, let's just go out or let's just go here because it's like, it's different. So it's exactly. nice and all like, you know, children are a blessing, but when you have them, there's a different lifestyle that you're in now. yeah you can't just get up and go so i definitely am that's not a lifestyle that. i want because <laughs> i'm like you know i'm admiring that as long as i can my family makes yeah. jokes about uh well i make jokes about it all the time they're like oh when you gonna have kids or whatever i'm like oh you know 45 55 um because i'm just in a lot of women like they're oh children are a blessing you need to experience this i'm just like if i have kids great you know what I mean? But I am not going to be angry if I don't. That's just right. <laughs> that's just how I am. And that's how I feel. I'm unmarried right now. Like, I'm just living a, a nice life. <laughs> you're living <laughs> life. And I feel like that's what a lot of people, like, the people who be like, when you're going to have kids, 
that's mm-hmm. what a lot of them don't see. Like they just see it as okay, mm-hmm. you have a job, you're making a little bit of money. When you're gonna have a kid, they don't. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing it how our generation is seeing it. We're looking right. for like generational wealth. We're waiting exactly. until we're financially exactly. well. At least some of us, because a lot some of people are having kids. They're a little reckless, but I'm just like, yeah, I just made a post about having that. kids, just, but I can't. I'm can't. personally waiting. Like I want to wait until like I'm set up. Like I don't want to work while I'm pregnant. Right. Like, and be being pregnant is not an easy thing. Right, I just want to, if, like, when I do get pregnant, I'm just going to be able to chill and be pregnant and not still have to do things. So, hopefully, exactly. it, everybody keeps this way of thinking of, like, you know, being stable enough to have kids. But it's it's interesting. It's just a part of, like, how you live your life. Right, <laughs> right. Hmm, that's what she said. So we're going to get into um, our That's What She Said. Um, okay. This is about a post that I saw this week, and I want to know what you think about it. Okay. Um, now, I don't know if you've seen it. I'm going to see if I can actually show you. I took a screenshot of it. But an art teacher um, at whatever school that was, she got a lot of backlash about her body because she she's very hourglass like she's very you know she got a nice figure and the kids i guess the parents said that she was distracting them or something like that so they're like petitioning to get her fired have you seen that before have you seen the post i actually seen it today see i literally seen that when i was scrolling today and i was shocked Mm -hmm. so this is my take on it because i honestly like i understand because i've always been a thick girl i've always had curves so i feel like even me growing up I feel like if I read something and someone who's skinny or wore something, I always got the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. And it was always an issue if I wore it. Like, if somebody who didn't have, like, a butt or curves mm-hmm. like her wore that it's outfit, different. it would be perfectly fine. But because she has a shape, it's like, oh, no, that, that makes it inappropriate. Right. When it's really just people who are insecure about their own bodies right. projecting that on other people. And it's not fair, you know? Like, I mm-hmm. feel like she shouldn't be fired because of her job. She's supposed to be fresh shape at right. home. And I seen like, and I'm like, and I seen the pictures too. I'm like, first of all, she's fully covered. So she's not even trying to show off her shape. Like, you know, it's just there. So I'm like, that is wild to me that they would jeopardize her job just because of her body. I'm like, uh, I see. And honestly, those parents who were saying that, they just didn't want their husband coming and seeing her. That's That's really what it was. I seen all like, the jokes. They're like, real. oh, you know, dad's going to be like, I need um, my kid needs some help after school and all that stuff. I'm like, at this point, it's just a body insecurity because it is. <laughs> you're just going to have to let like, it go. In this generation, I don't even know why people are still so insecure because everybody's getting BBL. Right. Everybody's, I was like, everybody's, everybody's paying to fix what body. they don't like. So right. why are you so insecure that somebody else, whether she bought that body, whether it's her right. natural body, who cares? She does. She didn't like. You said she was fully clothing. She didn't have like her boobs out right. or like anything like that. Like people are just haters. No, definitely true. <laughs> but definitely <laughs> want to know what you thought about that, because baby, I, I could not have several seats. Um, <laughs> so let's go on over to um, have several seats. Um, I'll go first. This week, I don't know. Do you watch P Valley? Before I give things away, no. You don't watch it at all. Mm-mm. Okay, good. It's not gonna matter. Um, spoiler if you do mm-hmm. P-Valley's finale um, first of all it's funny because the people who don't watch P-Valley um, I still encourage people to watch it because it's not just a show about strippers they barely strip like mm-hmm. it's more storytelling 
and some of the different they have so many different um like they have the gay black men they have the white woman with the black uh the white guy with the black woman she's getting abused kids like all that stuff they have all these different points of the story uh woman who can't get her kids back drunk all this stuff past it mm-hmm. everything in there and recently the last episode if y'all whoever are watching they just need to bring back Diamond because something happened to him at the end. I won't tell all of it, but he he just one of those ones. And we all knew it was coming. We already mm-hmm. knew Big Bone was going to do something. But Big Bone is one of the characters in the in the show. She's She was already oppie when she got there. So I was just like, she done did something at the end and it was just not it. So I'm like, what, whoever the P-Valley writers is, fix it. <laughs> <laughs> fix it now or we're not watching anymore. Um, but they could have several seats for that one because they do not have to make my favorite characters do what they need to do. I won't try to give all of it away, but Mm-hmm. That's that's why I wanted to have a seat. <laughs> how about and you know what's so crazy? I feel like when a lot of writers they make shows, I feel like they don't even understand how heavily invested people get mm-hmm. into it. And I, I feel like when they're making endings and when they're doing like certain things, they have to take into consideration how their fans are gonna feel. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, even when they like even for a moment, even when they um, I, did you watch Star? Yes, I watched Star. Oh, they canceled Star, and I was like, what do you mean? Like she was pregnant. Like what do you? Like, I'm still waiting for somebody to pick that up. Like, yep. I don't understand what happened to that. So some of these writers need to get it together because we're here. We're, we don't just make shows to play with us, you know? Now, exactly. We're, filing... we're actually enjoying it. Like, <laughs> they're so annoying. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, yeah, you can go ahead. <laughs> have you watched Game of Thrones since we talk about shows? See, no, I have not yet, but it's okay if you talk about it. <laughs> you need to watch it. Like, that is the best show I have ever watched in my life. Like, uh, that no. show, and I'm not even somebody who watches those kind of shows, uh-huh. but, like, the storyline, the drama, like, everything was so amazing until you got to the end. It's like they, like, rushed it. Like, uh-huh. there was no... Like, you see, like, how you're saying, like, in Star, like, how the girl was pregnant or whatever, and they never yeah. came back. It was the same thing, like, in the end of Game of Thrones. Mm. Like, they killed somebody, like, a whole bunch of people died, and they never showed, like, how it truly ended. It was like mm. so rushed. So I think those writers can have seven feet. Yeah. As well. Because I'm still waiting. <laughs> For sure. No, I have to get around. Game of Thrones is on my list, but it's so long. I'm just like, uh and I watch a lot of shows. Like I'm I can be in a room with anybody and I've watched at least one show or movie that you've watched. That's how often I watch things. So mm-hmm. I like to also see things in because all the limited series on Netflix I do those like back to back to back. Those documentaries, mm-hmm. I pop those back to back. But the storylines, Game of, Game of Thrones is definitely on my list. So people have been telling. So me you don't like to watch shows that are long. I well, I watch it long, but it's it's like I have so many shows that I watch back to back. I have to prepare myself. Like uh, way back when, I had to choose between Grey's Anatomy and Supernatural because they had like thirteen seasons, and I chose Supernatural. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not watching Grey's Anatomy because it's too long. Like, I want to mm-hmm. finish it right there because um, I had did. What did I do? I watched like Love and Hip Hop or something like that because I don't watch reality TV like that. But when I do, I'll like binge whatever's on uh, the service that it's on. Mm-hmm. And I watch it every day and I get tired of watching it, even though I'm invested. But I need to pause. But if I pause every time and you got like eight seasons left, I can't do it. Like, yeah. I have to be in the mindset to really watch it. <laughs> but I really think Game of Thrones will have you like 
reeled in so well that like I feel like you'll probably take a break from it like uh-huh. every two seasons because that's what I used to do. I'd be like, okay. all right, I'm watching this too much now. Okay. Let me go watch another show. Like I will go probably watch an episode of like Law and Order or something, uh-huh. and then I will go back okay, to it and so binge watch like it. Like, it's oh so good. You don't want to stop. Okay, I might do that because too many people have been telling about it. And I also watch, I watch Stranger Things. So like I'll be waiting on things to come back and I'm just like, yeah. okay, I'll watch whatever. And I'm a, I'm a, what is it called? Like a, I'm a serial rewatcher. I'll okay. rewatch shows and like Disney, I'm, you know, I'll be on Disney plus reliving my mm-hmm. childhood sometimes. So I, I stay on that too. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely got to watch. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Step on these next, sis. All right, next up is Step On These Next Sis. Um, my shout out is definitely going to um, Dave Chappelle. Okay. <laughs> it's going to Dave Chappelle only because this man has been telling jokes since before I was born. Yeah. And he's so controversial and he's still... I just admire him because no matter how the times have changed, he still can talk about the same shit that he talks about without feeling away. Like, because everybody's so sensitive about every single mm-hmm. topic. And it's like, if you watch Family Guy, you can listen to Dave Chappelle. Like, it ain't, you know what I mean? He's no, it's not that serious. Yeah, it's not that serious. So some people have like horrible opinions about him and all this stuff, you know, with LGBT community and all that stuff. And I'm like, bro, it's jokes. I know you're offended. Sometimes right. it's those jokes and I'm offended. It's, you know what I mean? It's him. It's his right. brand. And I laugh. I, I just commend him for still being like, he didn't, like, I feel like Kevin Hart, he's funny, but he code switches a lot to be mm-hmm. in the limelight. And Dave Chappelle has always been the same dude. Like, so that's what I admire about him. And he just keeps stepping on these necks, like, <laughs> and cracking No, nah, he's definitely talented, like, for sure. <laughs> so definitely want to give him a shout out. <laughs> How about you? But I don't even know how people are like comedians in this generation. Like, or I don't know when the generation got so sensitive. Like everything mm, you say, everything. you're getting canceled for everything. And I'm like, I know some people take it too far, but it's like we really can't say a thing. And then when someone yeah. does say a thing and they admire them a lot, then I'm like, oh my god, they're so funny. You know what I mean? Or right, you know, when they crack a joke or something like that, and it's like that one thing. But I'm like, I swear the the more status you have the less that you can say and that sucks a lot of the time exactly it's from and it us, sucks it really you know, does it sucks like that's why thinking, i hope like mm-mm. i don't want to go far with content creating and stuff but i don't want to go so far to the point where like i'm posted for any little thing i say because one mm. thing about me i'm gonna say what i have to say, I was about to say they're gonna have to post me because listen <laughs> i ain't holding my tongue and i'm gonna double down on whatever i said like oh it's right like, oh yep that's what i said like because people are taking like I feel like in a way we are getting back to real, like, cause I see a lot of more people, especially like on um, TikTok and stuff like that. It depends because, you know, they, they filter it and stuff like that on the things yeah. that you can say. But for the most part, you know, we could just go to Twitter. Like we can still say what we want to say, whatever, look at what, uh, look at what we want to look at. But mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people are trying to get back to the real them. I see a lot of celebrities doing, um, uh, the meet and greets and stuff like that, like Chris Brown yep. kind of started it back up, and I've seen Megan do it. Like people are getting back to like, okay, we can be people now, like exactly, and not be like some robots who are just entertaining you. So, um, and I've seen, I don't know, I think I first saw Megan do it, but after that, I've seen a whole bunch of other um people do the artists um, doing it. What is it called? The Day in the Lives. They'll do the Day in the Lives too. So that's mm-hmm. what I saw a lot too. 
So she was yeah. actually, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, she was the first one that was like doing it. She was like doing it, but she was talking like really fast. Yeah, and yeah, like, and I like doing those. like a day in the life for like 60 seconds. Like right. she was the first one. A lot of the other ones did start doing it too, though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but speaking of Megan. She is exactly who I was gonna name in this segment, like uh-huh. Megan the Stallion. I was definitely gonna name her. I am like so obsessed with her because Same. I feel like when you think of a strong black woman, like honestly, I think of her. Like I know a lot of people will be like my mom or whatever, mm-hmm. but she is someone who has lost her mom. She lost her grandmother. Right, bro. She literally does. She got all of her backbone is gone. Like right. everybody, like. Who you call when you're down and out and you're going through something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you lost two people that were very close to you. Then you're right. dealing publicly with a legal situation, you know, with Tori Shara and the foot, right. allegedly, whatever. Right. She's dealing with that publicly. And everybody was tearing her down. Like, everybody was, like, trying to find, like, fault in her story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's still staying strong. And then mm-hmm. she's going through stuff with her label. She can't even put out music. Bro, all that stuff. Just, I would... Nah, she deserves all her flowers because yeah, I love her and her new album. Like her album was good. Yeah, no skips. I agree. Like, I loved. I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> so I agree. I, Me too. Uh, all of it. All of it. I have yet to see her. I seen her in concert once, but it was I went to a, a Spotify rap caviar. So it was everybody. Ooh. It was fun. Like it was Lotto, it was Trina, it was Sweetie. Like it was all of them. But I wanted to see Megan really, and she was at the end. By the time the concert was, I was like. Megan. <laughs> like oh, was, I can't wait to see her in concert. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. I'm ready, but I just want to see her in concert now. So okay, I'd rather see her show to see how like everything really goes. But yeah, she can. Yeah, she she really stepping. <laughs> yeah, I truly love her. Like she's someone who I really feel like deserves all the flowers right now because like she's going through so much, and it's not easy when you're going through something publicly and everybody has their own opinion. But she's mm-hmm. staying strong. I love you, Miss. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But all right, that brings us to the end of an episode of And That's On What The Podcast with your host, Alicia Waje, and my lovely guest, girl, we had a good time. Good, good, good time, we did. good talk. This was so enjoyable. I'm so glad you were able to come on and have a good time. Like, uh, we talk about everything, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> thank you like, so much for having me. Like, I would course. never forget this. You're the first person who put me on a podcast. Like, girl, lit. thank you so much. Girl, love it. And Girl, I tell to my other um, guests too, like, girl, you might be on it again because we have different conversations on Patreon. So I'll let you know when that happens, girl. We kind of get in a different different setting for that one. But Mm -hmm. yes, I'll definitely let you know. Um, For everybody else, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, um, YouTube at And That's A What Pod, and on Twitter and Patreon at ATOW Pod. And then you can let them know where they can find you. You guys can find me on TikTok at Nurse Brat. You guys can find me on Instagram at The Nurse Brat. And then you guys can follow me. Actually, subscribe to me on YouTube. It's Amira Avi. Yes. Get everything. Make sure y'all catch up with her. Go listen to that story, like, in all the parts. Because uh, y'all just go, just get some popcorn, sit around. It's yeah. Fun. Oh, it's also the ad, don't forget to follow the Wig Addiction LLC and get you guys some good wigs on September 13th. Yes, I'm Make ready sure. to shoot. I'm I'm gonna be there too, girl. Yes, <laughs> Love please. Me some wigs. <laughs> Love me some wigs, but yes. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Monday. That's each and every Monday, and that's on what? Living your best life. Period. Period. you thought I was you? That nigga munch. Nigga, eat a he ate for lunch.